Well, also, I usually strip down naked for every episode that we do, but I figured <laughs> yes. that might make you a little uncomfortable. It's so <laughs> it brings out the best I can. But tell. I, I bear my skin to the world just as I'm bearing my soul to the world. <laughs> Oh my goodness. (laughs) It's very cathartic. You guys should try it. Hey there, I'm Abby. I'm Kelsey. And this is Fairy Tale Fix, the podcast where we read classic fairy tales and then quote unquote fix them for a modern audience. Yeah, we and do. today we also mm-hmm. have special guests joining us, which is always Woo-hoo! an exciting time. It's Margie and Rachel from Textual Tension. Hello. Please uh, introduce yourselves and tell everyone where they can listen to the amazing podcast, Textual Tension. Hi, I'm Margie, and this is my (laughs) co-host, Rachel, and we are both from Textual (laughs) Tension, and it's the podcast where uh, one of us reads a romance novel and then summarizes it for the other unsuspecting co-host. There is not an unsuspecting co-host this week, but usually there is. And together we unpack what What the fuck fuck just just happened. happened. Um, <laughs> I love yay. it so much. It's and, so perfect. Uh, it is kind of like fairy tale fix. A lot of the times we do try to fix these, these <laughs> horrifying books. You know, some things have never changed. Like Cinderella, the original Cinderella, they were cutting off toes and heels. And I think some of these romance mm-hmm. novels, they're just cutting off my will to live. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is uh, such a great line. Such a great way to such a great way to frame romance novels. Yes. No. No. To be fair. To be fair, there are some we we because I feel like we get this sometimes. Like Margie and I genuinely love romance novels. We do. We really do. And there are some really great ones out there, and we do cover really great romance novels. But sometimes it's just a lot more fun to actively seek out trash. And share yes. it with your friend. <laughs> yes. And well, break it down with the, your friend. Yeah. It's not that the trash wasn't enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes exactly. it's not. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's just trash. Look, Margie, are you saying that you don't want to read an entire novel about someone that can turn into a shark and is also the son of Poseidon, Wait, maybe? What? And no, what, I'm what? saying that I read it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, he's not the son of Poseidon. He's the son of Peribdis. Okay. Oh, right, I right. love that it. even more. <laughs> Which episode is that? It's the next <laughs> one. Our most latest episode, I believe. Well, as we're recording this, so <sighs> yes. the one that comes yes. out on December 20th, 20th, I think. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it's 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 a lot. It's a lot. It, it, it was it was a good it was a good time. It was a time. It was a gift to Rachel because Rachel has always had a dream of hugging a shark. I have. And I, I wanted want to her to be able to, to imagine do other that. Stuff with the shark. No. Well, 
<laughs> the, the one good crossover is there were an awful lot of Little Mermaid uh, uh, references, references yes. in the in, in it. Sea witches and all. Wait. <laughs> I cannot oh wait gosh. to listen to this episode because uh, this because it's actually perfect timing that we're having the two of you on and you know your podcast is all about romance novels because this episode is our Valentine's Day episode. Oh, oh, such a romantic day. Uh-oh, my story is not romantic. <laughs> yeah, neither. Well, mine is called a romance, and I was kind of confused as to why. I was like, this... I, Good, I perfect. I just, yeah. Don't, that is okay. okay. If you want romance, go over to Textual Tension and listen to yes, all exactly. of your episodes. And you can I, find us on all of your favorite podcatchers. Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, all the rest of them. Are there any other ones? We don't know. But, like, we assume we're out there. <laughs> I have to say, uh, you guys are my absolute like favorite new podcast. I do not like romance novels. Like, I don't read romance novels. I'm a horror person. I like awful mm. things. Fairy tales are like as romantic as it gets, which is almost never. Um, which is never. They're not romantic. <laughs> They're, like, unless you consider kidnapping romantic. Um, oh, what do you um, do? Have you listened to our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh my favorite my favorite episodes are definitely um are definitely the ones with the cryptids i have to say that's where i started <laughs> I, I i haven't been listening in order i kind of was like mothman <laughs> like mothman to a flame <laughs> i have to read this or i have to listen to this right now and then i kind of like mothman portends consent he does no he does, he does. He portends consent and we stand mothman we recently actually um, we did that one on Bigfoot, and yes, the author so of the book found us and ah. reached out and was like, "Hey, you had a great episode. This was wonderful." And we're like, <gasps> "That's so great!" Out. It totally was really freaked great. Out. They're so sweet. They were so sweet, and their oh, name dreams. is their pen name is Honey Cummings. <laughs> Um, I know that's so awesome. good. Oh my god, we love that. Chef's we, kiss, beautiful. We, you know, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that was such a hilarious episode. Every time, what was it? Ted Sasquatch. Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I died. I don't know. It was the and how he couldn't find Sasquatch <laughs> ever. Like, and it was right there. Just how bad? I, just, I mean, be. he was right there, literally right there, <laughs> fucking his girlfriend. So you know, like right in his car, fucking his girlfriend, and this guy Ted still couldn't find Sasquatch. You know, oh, the Sasquatch God. that was fucking his girlfriend. Sounds like Ted can't find a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, so. I still maintain Ted definitely couldn't find the clip. I did want to ask both of you a couple of questions. Um, it is a fairy tale podcast, so I wanted to ask, what is your? We ask all of our guests this: What is your favorite childhood fairy tale, and do you have any fixes? I grew up as a anxiety riddled child that was afraid of most Disney movies. Um, <laughs> You're so cute. Oh man, oh, that's I so precious. I was adamantly against The Lion King for most of my childhood because oh. I was convinced. Oh that God. if anyone opened the door to our garage, hyenas would come out and get me. So it was the hyena door. And <laughs> oh my God. That is such a little kid like the mindset. Only, I love the only it. reason I'm not laughing is because I have heard this before. Yep, and she's I heard love it. you for it. 
But weirdly enough, what I did grow up on was we had this little book of Irish fairy tales. And they weren't like sunshine and rainbows. There was a lot of death and, oh, you had... Yes, yeah, you know, the, oh, you accidentally, unwittingly walked, you know, on something that this fairy was using? Well, you're uh-huh. gonna die now. Like, not great. Yep. <laughs> and I was totally fine with it. So I, I remember reading, like, um, one of my favorite favorite ones was, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one where um, the guy, like, falls in love with this woman and is whisked off to, like, the land of the fair folk and come, and he's like, no, I really want to go see my family. And it turns out that every year he's been on the island was a hundred years that, you know, <laughs> passed back home. Oh, my God. That's such... Like yeah, scary fairy nonsense. It's mm-hmm. such an Irish fairy nonsense oh thing. <laughs> Absolutely. We yeah. we also like apparently it's also like a that's a it that reminds me of this dragon princess uh mm-hmm. fairy tale we read a little mm-hmm. while ago, Kelsey. Yeah, that was on one of our bonus episodes. Happened. Um on our Patreon, if you follow us on oh. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. But um yeah, that was a great fairy tale where it's like he comes back to his regular life and realizes that he's been gone for like 300 years or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And he spent three days with this yes. woman in her underwater kingdom. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> but like, I love one of my favorite things so far has been seeing how like different storytelling patterns and tropes appear mm-hmm. in different cultures all over the world. Mm-hmm. Cause that other mm-hmm. one was like a, a Japanese story. Yeah. Cause I remember that was one thing I always found interesting when I heard that ja- the Japanese, like that story for the first time, it was like, I kind of did a double take because I was like, wait a minute. Ireland uh-huh. and Japan aren't close to each other. Hold up. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> yep. Yep. Some yeah. of those like tropes just transcend. It's awesome. Well, now that said, my favorite childhood fairy tale is actually the one that I'm going to tell you all about. So that's one that I really, really liked from that. <gasps> Ooh, I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. Was it something about having it written down for you that made it less scary than having a visual? I've always been that way. I don't do well with horror movies or horror like scary video games, but if it's if it's written, I'm fine with it. I don't know yeah. why. Just how I've well, always then been. Then you can you kind of control the visual in that aspect. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Absolutely, cuz I love reading horror novels and I mm-hmm. like I like darker stories on the page. I don't yeah. want I do, and I love suspense on the page. <laughs> I don't love it in film, so I I get that. I get fighty when I get scared. So if I have a book, I can set it down and you know not punch somebody. <laughs> I get real. I think I, I I don't like either. Honestly, I don't like either things because like being scared on screen or in book, but especially mm. on screen because like sound really gets to me. Mm. Like if, oh, if it's yeah. really silent in a scene and even if it's just like a creak in the woods, like I feel like I can feel it through my whole body. And mm. I'm like, this is not, this, this does not spark joy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm the exact opposite. I actually <laughs> wanted to study like horror music specifically because they, they use sound in such like a creative way to scare you. Like if you watch a horror movie without the sound, it's not nearly as scary. Yes. Mm-hmm. I do think that that's very cool. And I like how in, there was like this, like, uh, like dissertation that I watched and it was like a video dissertation about the shining and it was Ooh. about not about the 
music, but actually about the architecture of the building and how the director made it so that if you're your subconscious is looking more closely and seeing that the building doesn't make sense that like physically (gasps) it doesn't like that hallway is not supposed to be there that staircase is not supposed to be there and even though you're not like picking up on it in your conscious mind your subconscious is picking up on that and it gives you this degree of anxiety because you're literally going to find i'm writing a note for myself right (laughs) now (laughs) <laughs> to find that documentary because that sounds so it sounds, cool. It, it actually wasn't a documentary. It was like somebody's like dissertation or something. But if oh, you, shit. I remember okay. watching it on YouTube a long time ago, and I was like, <gasps> "This is absolutely fascinating." There's that also a amazing. really great series that was on Shutter that is a like five part documentary series about like five different uh, horror, the making of five different horror movies. Um. And it was, I don't even, and I don't even like horror movies, but I love behind the scenes stuff. And man, oh man, it was really interesting. Um, So I highly, highly, highly recommend that as well. If I find, if I remember what that is, because I don't even know if Shudder exists anymore, but. It does. Oh, Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So if you have a Shudder description, (laughs) it's it's on there. Um, Yeah. Oh, that is so cool. Yeah. Thank you for telling me about that. I'm going to hunt that down. Like I yeah. literally grabbed a notepad and pen and was like, I'm gonna find this. <laughs> it really it it was it was really fascinating. And he has examples and he even did like an architectural like build out of what the building would look like. And he's like, This it doesn't make sense. Like this is not structurally <laughs> sound and That's stuff like so that. This unsettling. is a doorway. This is a doorway mm-hmm. to nowhere. Like and it. a lot of it is from the perspective of the kid on the trike. And that's where mm-hmm. how he got the map amazing yeah Damn. yeah very cool so what's your favorite childhood fairy tale <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um i actually funnily enough so while we were talking i went over i have a um an old 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 copy of grimm's fairy tales that mm-hmm. um i'm actually gonna pull my camera back on just so you guys can see it but like it, oh, it's I been in my that. family forever it's very cute and i pulled yeah. it out and i and i used to like open it up and just like read like original fairy tales like this is where i learned to like oh cinderella is bleak mm-hmm. <laughs> but yes. I guess if we're going with like the classic like grimm's fairy tale kind of fairy tales i really like rapunzel oh yeah be- because i loved the idea of a mom saying i want a salad more than i want my own child <laughs> <laughs> she was really dedicated okay uh-huh. <laughs> that garden was her whole life she really. was hungry she wanted that rampion real bad and uh you know i've never felt that way about rampion but i have felt that way about black raspberry chip ice cream i thought that that was grim but also somehow hilarious um and i also always thought that it would be and i always thought that rapunzel's mother gothel I felt like that there was a story waiting to be told about her because I always felt like there was obviously some sort of curse or something or some sort of something that she was under that isn't told in the story that we Mm -hmm. don't know about. And I thought that was interesting. That's why Into the Woods is always such a fun, such a Mm -hmm. fun watch because it does Mm -hmm. kind of go into the witch's backstory a little bit. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I was going to say all, everything I know about Rapunzel is from Into the Woods like that's like the of the original story or like you know the oldest story oh have you not read the original story 
I have. I mean, I'm. Oh, I we'll probably did that a long time soon. ago, but I just love that. Here, uh, have a so constant funny. reminder that your mother loved salad more than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cursed. I do, and I think also why I like it is because I always did like like darker humor when I was a kid. Like one of my favorite books mm-hmm. was James and the Giant Peach, and at the very beginning oh, yeah. of the story, James's parents are is eat are eaten on the streets of London yeah. by a wild yep. rhinoceros that got yes. out of the zoo, and I thought that was the. <laughs> funniest thing is horrible but so funny so, yeah, that's, that's my favorite fairy tale amazing, amazing. yeah love um, that. do either of you have any fixes for your favorite fairy tales don't sell I, your children for arugula <laughs> well sure grow but your that- own arugula <laughs> <laughs> i I think that for mine, I mean, honestly, communication is so important in a relationship. We say all the time in our podcast, maybe if you're going to take someone to your home and maybe if it's going to cause all of their family to die, maybe just tell them that. Word about Fred. Say, hey, time's different here. You know, (laughs) honesty. Every hour you spend with me is like a decade back home. So Mm -hmm. I'm a great lay. So I had a romance novel. It might be worth it. (laughs) (laughs) continuing with the questions we like to ask all of our well not this this one is is specific just to the two of you what if any is the most romantic fairy tale in your opinion um Ooh, that's tough i think little red riding hood is the sexiest fairy tale i know we've talked about that already (laughs) yeah not romantic at all a lot of the Russian fairy tales that involve uh, Vasilisa, who oh, okay. just is yeah. reused all the time in Russian mm-hmm. fairy tales. And there's a lot of them where usually she, like, the prince fucks up somehow, and she has to go and meet with Baba Yaga and, like, do all of the impossible tasks and everything and go back. And she's the one that's totally badass. And there's a version of that where the, the, uh, she is masquerading as a dude and the prince is trying to like, you know, oh no, it's definitely a woman. And so he's doing all of these things like uh-huh. putting <laughs> pearls on the ground and like, oh yeah, a woman will definitely go for that. And I really like a bad bitch. So I think that, that you know, that, that fairy tales that involve strong, independent women that uh, don't need to prove themselves to anyone else is uh, pretty sexy personally. Hell yeah. Absolutely. I also I love, love and respect that you pronounced Baba Yaga. Or <laughs> I, I, we, we just say Baba Yaga. You pronounced it like the correct way. Abby has had a coworker. Oh no! Yeah. I have a I have a Ukrainian uh, a Ukrainian born coworker um, who you know we were I was telling him about my podcast and also both of us have um, Baba Yaga's like chicken legged hut tattooed. Yeah. So we were comparing tattoos. Oh, and cool. I was saying Baba Yaga, and he and he kept laughing at me, going like, "What an American pronunciation!" <laughs> <laughs> Which so I'm honestly going to keep doing, but <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you have to at this point. Baba Yaga's he like still corrects me though. <laughs> probably my favorite character in all folklore ever. I love oh, Baba, yes. Yaga, Baba Yaga. She's wild. She's incredible. I have like goals. I want to be just <laughs> like her when I grow you up. I want to fly around in a mortar and pestle. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. I just want to live in a chicken hut with bones, ma- yeah. like with skulls. And I want everyone to fear me. 
but it's also be aesthetic. very intrigued and also need my help. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be a minor forest deity. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. That's the fucking I, dream. I have, this is maybe a deep pull. I have a, uh, an embroidery pattern that I'm going to be starting soon that Ooh. is Baba Yaga's hut with chicken legs. And around the edge, it says, uh, turn your back to the forest, your front to me. And I love mm. it because it's mm. just so metal. Send <laughs> us a so picture good. so we can post it on, yeah. our, on our feed because oh, that sounds awesome. Margie, what about right. you? What uh, is the most romantic fairy tale? Gosh. Okay, hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm listening. Let's do it. I, what you got? So my actually one of my favorite fairy tales is Peter Pan. And okay. I would so I have a really also have a very pretty copy somewhere around here of Peter Pan and Wendy. I mm-hmm. love that story. Oh yeah. But actually the story that I really like in it is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Darling. Uh, I think their love is hilarious. Like the reason why (laughs) they end up together is because there were a lot of boys chasing her, but he got there first. (laughs) (laughs) And he's always kind of chasing her around looking for, and the, the, like the i think it's like the 2005 or 2006 version of movie caught this where it, it was the hidden kiss where he's always like there's always this kiss on the corner of her mouth that he can't quite get and he's always kind of like i don't know it's just kind of like this love where he absolutely adores her and she's just content and she's content to be with him and like they just make each other happy in a very silly way and I think the humor of the book really carries that. I also like Peter and Wendy because like, it's the same thing where it's like very simple things where like every year Wendy comes back to Neverland to do spring cleaning. Like Aww. it's a very like simple summer camp love. Ch- yes, exactly. <laughs> like childish, childish, silly kind of love. Like and Mr. and Mrs. Darling, when the children go missing, Mr. Darling literally goes into the doghouse. And like sits there for days. <laughs> I remember that from the cartoon. Oh. Yes. Yes. Like it's, um it's kind it's silly, but it's also kind of I like I think that we should ground our love in things that are like more everyday and achievable. Mm-hmm. And I am very mm-hmm. much uh guilty of not doing that. So <laughs> uh where I'm always kind of like I want passion and adventure and all of those things, but I'm also like, but Mr. Darling in the doghouse because he feels so bad. Aww. It's kind of cute. I don't know. I, I remember that's sweet. I like I that. I don't remember their story at all, and I've never actually read Peter Pan, so I need to check that out. There are a few like different. The Peter Pan is kind of strange, just because I think of. Uh, I don't remember how they were originally published, but Peter Pan and Wendy is kind of like the one that you want. I think people should go to first because yeah. it's like all that Neverland stuff. It's got the Wendy stuff. It's got the stuff that's in the Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but there are also other tales of him where it's like Peter leads kids like halfway to heaven on their way as they pass, you know, oh, that's sweet. as they die. But uh, mm-hmm. other people say like, "Oh no, he's like he's killing children and taking their souls." And I'm like, that, yeah. "I don't think that that's I don't I don't think that that's what he's doing." Like, yeah. I, 
little dark. It's not a little dark for me and my Peter, but okay, that's what you want. Hashtag not my Peter. Not my Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh, I love Aww. that. That's sure. Like you. Come one. with a fucking wholesome, well thought out answer. Fine. <laughs> I, no, I feel like that's the perfect answer for fairy tale fix you've got like kind of the like because abby and i have both of these moods where we get really into these fairy tales and we get really like attached to them and like feel wistful about the stories and then sometimes we're just like just become a fucking witch just go (laughs) over the woods and become a witch what are you what are you doing (laughs) So so the last question we wanted to ask is why did you start a romance novel podcast? Like, how did the podcast textual tension like begin? I literally was like, I I will admit that I I think I came up with the original idea for this podcast, and I went up to Rachel and I was like, I have this idea, and I just don't know who to do it with, and she was like, me. Wait, who else? Let's have all the equipment. Let's fucking go. Yeah, and so we got like we we kind of just threw together some equipment, threw together a uh, recording booth in her house that like, I think I'm still sneezing at to this day because it just would, the allergies is so bad. At the time um, we just, we were just hanging, uh, hanging blankets in my office. Yeah. Right. Which was exactly. a terrible place to do it. <laughs> but, uh-huh. but you know, we learned. I think the point of it now is more like there are a lot of unhealthy, like much like fairy tales there are a lot of unhealthy relationships that are portrayed in romance novels and because these are marketed towards people who are so um impressionable we just mm-hmm. want to be we wanted to we we now kind of want to get out there and say like this is bad and it's funny because it's bad but it's also bad because like it's telling people that this is an okay behavior like an mm-hmm. example of this is that a book that we just i just read where the guy was oh like God. a mafia, a mafia boss, which like let yeah. you know, Ooh, eight mafia romance, <laughs> eight mafia romance novels later, I could tell you a lot about it. But um, <laughs> he was rewarded for his behavior of stalking this young woman. Oh no! And she was quote unquote protected because he was stalking her. Classic. And classic. And so you're kind of like, and so we were like. Hey, you you can't because let's ha- imagine this happened in real life and someone was watching a woman on a man was watching a woman on CCTV cameras, like outside her home. <gasps> oh God, which is, is what he was, he was doing. Watching her, which is what he was <gasps> oh, doing. No. Like yeah. that, that's ho- absolutely horrifying and is not going to end up end with anything well. Mm-hmm. So he will murder her probably, yeah. <laughs> probably. Mar- so Margie came up with the original idea, and it's sort of I think that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but it kind of spawned because whenever we would hang out, we would just be walking down the street and be like, hey, can I tell you about this book I just read? <laughs> and we just yes. do that. Yes, we just made it into a podcast. Yeah, as nice. you know, I'm sure many people with podcasts have done. Um, mm-hmm. And we read a I think lot the other of trash. Is, <laughs> the other thing is that in a lot of cases, like, it's interesting because there are books like that where it's like, okay, this behavior is very obviously 100% not okay. And then you get the books where it's like, okay, this is like written well and within the story and you empathize with the characters and like, yeah, the behavior is still not okay. But I still like this book and I can acknowledge that the behavior is not okay. And this is like a guilty, not even a guilty pleasure. This is just something that I still enjoy as long as I know that it's based in maybe not great behavior. And I think that's the important thing because like we can all be 
kinky little freaks as much as we want and enjoy whatever the hell we Mm -hmm. want. But it's the understanding that in popular media, that is not necessarily always presented in a way that is healthy. And that if someone has no background on the subject, they might not know that it's not healthy. Right. So that, that's kind of, I feel like the part of, I mean, for me, it's a big reason that we kind of do a lot of this stuff. And also they're just fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Really, a so dude that turns funny. into a shark mm-hmm. that so whose funny. dad is Charybdis, which is definitely just Poseidon and Charybdis yes. smushed together. That is like, so dumb. I love it. <laughs> Come on, you can only you can only sure join the merfolk if you're a virgin. <laughs> if you're a virgin. Well, it's so good for people like me who I'm like, I'm never going to read that, but I still get to enjoy the stories thanks to you two. And you just tell the story so well. Mm-hmm. I'm really oh, glad thanks. that you said that because uh, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Never underestimate the power of oh, good my. editing. Yeah, seriously, girl. <laughs> I do also like think, you know, because you do, you do, I think you do a really nice job, the two of you, of walking that balance that you were talking about, Rachel, between... Mm-hmm. Between engaging with what's fucking hilarious about this romance novel, but also, but also being some somewhat serious about like this is hilarious and kind of sexy, mm-hmm. um, oh, depending Good. on how well written mm-hmm. how well written it is. Mm-hmm. But also, like, and here's also in case you don't know, stalking is bad. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> stalking is bad. <laughs> consent is important. Mm-hmm. And but also like it's fine that you like this as mm-hmm. well. I just Yay. I don't know. I I like your show. You've got a it's, a, it's adorable <laughs> and hilarious. And I'm awaiting the shark romance novel with bated breath. Oh baby, uh, I I was gonna edit it today, but I got caught up in another romance novel, so I'm gonna edit it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. All right, I'm so excited. Let's go. <laughs> okay, I know I'm so excited. So first we have Rachel. What um, what fairy tale hey, are you though. telling us? My story is actually, uh, it's called The Twa Sisters or The Bonnie Swans. It is actually a song that I grew up with. So it's by Lorena McKennett, if you've ever heard of her. Yeah, she yes. has, she's awesome music. But she does a lot of like medieval music and mm. traditional Celtic music and like all of that kind of stuff. The, the song, like the version of the song that she does is like, really really awesome and it has these really cool like violin soaring violin and electric guitar like riffs that just pass back and forth throughout the entire thing and it's really really cool I oh, love incredible a lot yeah my mom loved her like growing up so we listened a lot like to her a lot and it was a toss-up between this or the one where everyone dies so you know i went with this one um <laughs> so people live is what you're saying who knows but um, so the song actually like started showing up in like the 17th century. So 1600s kind of time frame um, in mm-hmm. England for the most part. So that's kind of I won't go. I have other information, but I'm not going to say it until y'all do your your uh, your predictions because it kind of gives some stuff away. <laughs> OK, I will go first. OK, my first prediction. Mm hmm. Uh, just based off of a different English swan story that we read, and I'm hoping to have a repeat <laughs> of the swans murder someone. Uh, ooh, swan ooh. murder. 
<laughs> I like animal mur- well, animals murdering. Animals murdering. Yeah, animal yes, murder is less fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was attacked by a swan once. My I mom was a clog. <laughs> Swans are vicious. Number prediction number 2, I think the Twa sisters can transform into swans. Ooh, okay. Good prediction. Ooh. Swan maidens. I love it. And uh, prediction number three, I'm just going to go with a a favorite, a favorite here on Fairy Tale Fix. My third prediction that we just throw in there if we can't think of anything, and that is there will be a talking cat. Yes, yes! Yeah! 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 that's what I wanted. I was like, oh, is she going to do it? Is she going to do it? <laughs> talking cat. <laughs> <laughs> talking cats and fairy tales are literally the best thing it's like that doesn't happen super often but when it does happen it's worth it it's yeah. worth the wait. chef's kiss always good <laughs> never talking wrong cat. talking cat all right i will go second um so margie be thinking about your predictions okay um, my first prediction is i'm gonna guess that there is some fairy nonsense and I feel like that is like a prediction that's up for debate, but that's fine. <laughs> like you, you usually know fairy nonsense when it happens. Oh yeah, Absolutely. yeah. <laughs> um, I also want to project that there are three sisters. Okay, Ooh. I know that's All that's right. pretty basic. But I actually might- was thinking that there would be two. So Ooh. I'm gonna guess three. They always come in threes. And then my last prediction is um, that there's going to be some sort of deep swan rage. <laughs> that is a very Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. That's a very good one. I like it. I don't want to go as far as murder necessarily, but swans are absolutely vicious. Yeah, that yeah. bitch tried to kill me. All it was <laughs> doing was swimming. Five <laughs> in a lake. Fucking swan headed out for me. In and I was... It knew knew that I was prettier. (laughs) Genuinely (laughs) traumatic, and I'm sorry, Margie. (laughs) No, it was funnier now because I just imagine my mom, my 100-pound mom, flinging off her clog and banging the swan in the head. Oh, no. (laughs) Carrie would totally do that. (laughs) Carrie would totally do that. Is it my turn to predict? Yes. What is your first prediction? My first prediction, just because it's based in England and it's about two women, I'm going to say that they're going to fight over a man. And I absolutely hate that. But I think <laughs> okay. they're going to fight over a man. Okay. Um, I think there's going to be some evil twin action. Oh. Oh, I love the telenovela yes. direction you're taking yes. this in. <laughs> yes. I think evil, evil twin action is 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 on the horizon. <laughs> and because of this evil twin action, I also think I'm I'm I am i picturing like Black Swan movie, Natalie Portman. Like we're going down and we're 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 seeing like we're dancing with evil monsters in the street and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm just seeing like a good swan and an evil swan and they have to fight. Uh-huh. Yes. Amazing. I like it. Ten out of ten would watch. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's what I got. Okay. Swan madness, swan, swan rage, rage, and swan murder are our swan- predictions. Yeah. Oh, can we add swan rave? Like go to a rave and swan just- rave. <laughs> Bonus prediction. I'll allow it for all of us. Uh, you swan know, rave. It's not necessarily not true. So let's yeah! get into it. Yeah! Yes! Yes! 
All right. So before we start, I have a tiny bit of a confession to make. I've lied oh, to no. you. I've lied to myself. In the end, we all got hurt. I learned <laughs> throughout the course of researching this that this technically isn't a fairy tale. You whore. But but I want to say, well, okay. So the story of the Bonnie Swan or the Twa sisters is, and I quote, a 17th century murder ballad. Um, yes! <laughs> that, that is, oh my God, I, we that accept. We accept. That was amazing. <laughs> but, but I will say, it sniffs a fairy tale. Like, I would not be surprised if this is based off of some sort of oral tradition something that existed yeah. previously. And Absolutely. Like, yeah, that, that's kind of like... a like, ballad, right? Yeah. 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 Oral tradition is, like, legit. This is just fine. the first time that it showed up, like, in writing was, like, 17th century murder ballads. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Fuck just yes. Oh, my metal God. Metal as hell. Yes, All right. please. So I told y'all while we were taking a wine break. Um, so I am not going to be reading this story per se, word for word, because I know it in song form. And if I read it, I'm going to want to sing it. And I can't do that. <laughs> it's just it's a lot. So I'm, I'm just going to tell the story. Um, and, and sing it for us later, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes, I might sing it for you later. We'll see. Um, I probably will. So uh, this story... There are many versions, but the version, I'll I'll tell the version that I know. There is a king. All right. Mm. He's in the north of England. And he has three daughters. Uh We have the correct (laughs) prediction. Um, These three daughters are obviously beautiful and fair. And of course, there's Mm -hmm. always three of them. Um, Mm -hmm. And is the youngest the hottest? That's the real question. Yes, yes, she <laughs> the is. The nicest and the prettiest. Yes. Um, she is. She absolutely is. And the the eldest sister is, of course, the one that is dark and, uh, mm-hmm. and you know, Eldest the evil sisters. One, naturally. <laughs> We're real bitches. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so one day, they are walking by the river together, all three of the sisters. Mm-hmm. And the eldest shoves the youngest into the water. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. Swan murder, maybe. <laughs> that sounds honestly like an oldest sibling, like 100% something my <laughs> right? sister would do. So hey, you know what? The you younger sister. siblings, you come along and you take up all the attention that used to be ours. <laughs> do you, uh, counter argument of maybe we deserved it. Maybe we had earned it. Maybe yeah. we were just better. Oh, oh. I'll, also, I'll also say as the youngest sibling i was super super fucking annoying it definitely oh i was an it. asshole hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no i was uh i don't know what y'all are talking about i was fucking adorable <laughs> and perfect so was my youngest sibling it was annoying there was there's literally a picture on my fridge of me clapping a hand over my cousin's mouth to shut her up <laughs> Oh she God. is four. I am six. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. Iconic and amazing. Iconic and Glorious. incredible. <laughs> okay. So the oldest sister shoves the youngest one into the river. Yes. Um, the youngest Valid. sister obviously calls out to her older sister and like, and the, the exact quote is sister, pray sister, play, pray lend me your hand. 
and I will give you house and land. And the sister says, I'll lend you neither hand nor glove, lest you give me my your own true love. Ooh. Jesus. Okay. Whoa, right? They're fighting the about next, a man. The next <laughs> Wait, line yeah, of this. Is this a point for Margie? They're fighting yeah, over for a Margie. man. They're fighting <laughs> over yeah. a man. The next line of this song is sometimes she sank, sometimes she swam. Because bitch drowned. Totally just died. <laughs> she said that. Wow. <laughs> Metal as hell. That's and that's not usually what happens to the youngest. No. No, this is very surprising. <laughs> this is I love it. Okay. So this song says a She's lot about the me youngest as a human. anymore. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. She this this song says a lot about me as a human growing up, and you'll see why. Um <laughs> so, so she the the youngest sister. Uh, drowns because she's not willing to give up her true love and floats down the river. And eventually she gets caught in a dam, a Miller's dam. Like her body does. Yes. Her body does. Okay. So the Miller's daughter uh, goes out to get water to make her bread. And she says, and man, 17th century was a wild time because I don't know what you think when you see a dead body floating in the river, but to me, it's not, hey, dad, look, there's a swan. That's not <laughs> what? what I think of. <laughs> oh, no. was, she, was she like really young or? She said, it's father, oh, daddy, here swims a swan. It's very like a gentle woman. <laughs> oh. It's like a woman, but it's, it's a swan. But it's, it's- a swan. Was her skin that fair or something <laughs> that it looks like maybe... That's my guess. Is this the fairy tale version of you seeing a dead body and automatically thinking, oh, is that a mannequin? Yeah. I mean, yeah, obviously they didn't have mannequins well, in the Middle East. It's, it's never easy. a mannequin. It's not it's a, a swan. Never a swan. Oh my God. It's never a swan. Gross. <laughs> to be coarse, maybe because she was lying face down in the water, her ass was mm-hmm. sticking up and that's so you think that that's like the <laughs> oh! swan, you know? You know, Margie, that actually, that's a possibility. <laughs> well, like, but I feel like... One kid, get inside! <laughs> oh my god. How young is it, the we got another one. Yeah, that's what I want to know, too. You know, they don't specify. Uh, obviously, I mean, old enough to make her own bread, I guess. Whatever, that was like five in the Middle Ages. That's yeah, true. When you were yeah, 14, you didn't have child labor laws. Three years, so. <laughs> yeah. So... You know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe if she's half submerged, it'd be hard to see her as a swan. But it gets a little harder when the next part happens and they pull her out of the water and lay her on the bank to dry. At that point, you probably know it's a lady, but they still think it's a swan. Huh. Yeah. So I'm thinking, and here's my guess. Here's my my best analysis of this is because of what happens here in a little bit, there's got to be some sign of some kind of magical woo-woo happening here where they think mm-hmm. it's a swan and not very like black nice. swan <laughs> or wait what is that movie is it black swan where like she starts like plucking feathers out of her back yep yeah oh Spooky. that's the one <laughs> but well, like so- is she really or is she just delusional is she oh. imagining it <laughs> um <laughs> so who comes along while this dead woman is drying out on the bank but- <laughs> let me guess let me guess let me guess let me guess uh-huh. yeah yeah it's prince a prince okay okay anyone else have any guesses mm, i was gonna say her lover because she she had a lover mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. she had a she lover, did obviously. yes 
My mom, Margie, Carrie, any guess? ready to whip out that clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, unfortunately, none of you are correct. It's a harper, someone who oh. makes harps. Okay. So a harper comes along and is like, damn, that's a good looking body. I'm going to make oh. a harp out of that. I oh, you. No. Oh, huh. no. Don't make so, it. And Don't I quote, he made harp pins of her fingers fair. So they know it's a human at this point. They totally do. He made harp strings of her golden hair. He made a harp of a breastbone. And straight it began to play alone. So basically, he makes this harp out of this woman's dead body. And the minute he's done making it, it starts to just play on its own. This, this isn't a is Russian fairy dark. tale. <laughs> no, it's English, baby. Uh, it sounds <laughs> Russian. I, I love it. I mean, it's, it's a really good one. <laughs> so, okay. So all of these people are like, holy shit, that harp's playing on its own. We better go take this to the king, huh? Absolutely. Right. So they do. They bring it to the king's court and all of his courtiers are assembled and, and the, you know, the king and all of his family is there and they lay it down on the stone and it immediately begins to sing and play and this is my personal favorite of the song a uh, part of the song of course it's the most fucked up part probably oh i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and quote so in case you can't tell i have this song memorized so i'm gonna go ahead and quote the song <laughs> um and the way the way that the song actually works is it's a little bit of like a call and response kind of situation mm-hmm. so you say a line and then it's Yee-hee-ho and Mibanio. You say another line, and then since the swan swims, Sabanio. So it's like kind of a back and forth kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. And so this entire section is they laid it on the stone and straight it began to play alone. It's yonder sits my father the king, Yee-hee-ho, Mibanio. And yonder sits my mother the queen, the swan swims, Sabanio. There does sit my brother Hugh, Yee-hee-ho, and Mibanio. And by him, William, sweet and true, the swan swims, Sabanio. And and there does sit my false sister Anne, who drowned me for the sake of a man. And that's the end of the story. Hell <laughs> that's yeah! It? That's the end. Yes. <laughs> yes. That Using all of story, all of this, your fairy nonsense, and I don't know <laughs> to it's call this- out your sister. <laughs> Yeah, it's the entire. I love now, it. The pettiness. I know. Of, I like, am literally bitch. gonna become a magic harp to fuck you over. <laughs> this now, like, what? A, it's a cursed object now because it was made out of a dead. Out of good a for her. Girl's good bones. for her. Yeah, good for fucking her. <laughs> the angriest of sisters. Just that's so good. So there are, are other versions of this story, some where there's two sisters, some where there's three, and then there's some that are a little bit more fleshed out at the end, where uh, it's anywhere from the sister gets away with it and nothing happens, mm. or in some stories, um, the sister is identified as the person that committed the murder and is tortured to death like any good fairy tale. Mm. And, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the standard fairy tale ways. So mm-hmm. hot iron shoes on her feet. Um, Somebody asked you know, her, hey, what would you do in this exact situation that you're in? And she's like, oh, <laughs> I would totally fuck this person up. That's terrible. And they do it to her. Yeah, that exactly. 
Yeah. So, so there are other versions that end in a little bit more of a satisfying fairy tale style ending, but this is the one that I grew up on and I love it so much because it's just like the biggest mic drop at the end of it. Yes. Hey, yeah. you, bitch. That was uh-huh. a great I end. came back. I <laughs> right. honestly don't. I know that that's where it's ends i think that's a, that's where it's like good to end though i don't think mm-hmm. it needs like because i think that your imagination fills it up with justice kind of at yeah. least in my mind i'm kind of like oh no after that like the sister was like fucked over that guy either like didn't either the guy didn't love her anymore or she was like found like guilty of her crime of killing right. her sister. and either way like that's justice to me because she didn't get what you know, either she didn't get what she wanted or mm-hmm. she like is tortured. Cool. In my mind, the exact next, like the next moment is this in the story is where like, cause everyone's like, Oh, looking at Anne as the harp sings about her. And then it says, and drown me for the sake of a man. And everyone in the court like stands up from their chair. Like that's the moment where everyone like, like, Oh my God. And freaks out. Oh and God. that's like, yeah. Mm, that moment. I love it so much. Yeah. It's, like, it's I, such wanna a- know, I wanna know if anything happens to the person that made the harp. Like that's fucked up I that know. you used. Yeah. A, like did the did the Ooh. king know that? Did he find out and- Dead Girl? <laughs> <laughs> the king probably <laughs> loved it and wanted like ten more. <laughs> Honestly, I- probably. <laughs> I can. I mean, and I think that, and this is going to sound terrible, but I know that the, I be, I believe there is a history of like using bones for musical instruments. So, oh yeah, yeah. I don't think that that's actually entirely crazy. I think more what mm-hmm. would be crazy is Human that bones, though. I think so. I think that I I think that way 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 back in the past, maybe. Okay, um, internet. Oh, we looking they, it up. I know. I'm, I'm googling if, that it, in in a practical way. It does make sense because, like, human bones are extremely strong. Didn't they used to make harp strings out of, like, cat guts or something? Yeah, cat violin strings. Violins. They used to make out of cat guts. Yeah. Yep. I started, mm-hmm. yeah, for the bow, I started to Googling human bones used as, and the first suggestion was <laughs> sugar in, uh, in like, some processing yep. thing. And yep. I'm like, what? Yep. <laughs> I what? heard about that recently. What? Actually, on another podcast where, well, it wasn't, I think it was an accident or something like that where they used, it was something during a war or something like that where they used human tissue huh. or bones to create I want to be made into compound. sugar when I die. <laughs> I genuinely that would love be the that. Biggest fuck you. Cool. Oh, Make a note a of it. One. <laughs> Put it in your will. I want to be sugar. Generally, I think that yes. I don't know about like in the medieval times, like harps, but there are definitely examples of instruments and stringed instruments, like made yeah. out of human bones. So maybe That's see the thing, that, the thing that I think is kind of interesting is if you think about it, William is still up on the dais, like uh-huh. at the end of this, right? Which mm-hmm. to my mind means that he's still part of the family and somehow. Which means that he probably married her sister or is courting. I thought her that sister. was the right? implication. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's like, like that's the impl- that's how I read it. Yeah, is that well? Because also, like, she killed her, so she got her way. Because like, mm-hmm. it probably takes a while to make a harp out of a <laughs> human girl's body. 
So there was some time. Who knows yeah, how long she was going down takes the river? At least <laughs> six weeks. I mean, yeah. you got to boil oh, everything off. Really pushing it. <laughs> and travel, you know, travel time took a lot longer. You know, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What I want to know, and this, yeah, the, sort their of, word had to get that there was a singing harp. No, wait, the they just saw the singing harp. They just took, took it. To it. The king. Yeah, yeah. It was just an oh shit, we got to show this to the king moment. <laughs> I the thing that I want to know, and this kind of goes with my fix a little bit. The fuck happened to the second sister? All three of them were walking yes. by the river. That's a good. That's a right. great good point. question. That's exactly like, it. I'm not in. I'm not involved. <laughs> she's probably honestly. She's probably scared of the sister who got who pushed the other one into the water. She's like, I'm going to keep my head down. That bitch is going <laughs> to kill me. <laughs> the middle child. The middle right. child is the appeaser anyway. She's just, lucky like that she, she's just lucky that like it was oldest <laughs> and to youngest and not oldest middle to youngest in that line. Okay, that's none of my business. Both of them in the water. <laughs> she could have pushed two in with one, one good push. <laughs> one good I just, push. I love how fucking hard this thing goes because it doesn't pull punches. Like the lines go from like, oh yes, three three sisters they walked by the river's brim. The eldest pushed the youngest in. Okay, <laughs> cool. Didn't see that coming. Do you think the, do you think the harp ever like like played Wonderwall <laughs> <laughs> at her sister's torture torture public death? Yes. Absolutely. Anyway, <laughs> her Wonderwall made her dance to Wonderwall. <laughs> iron not iron shoes. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, no. My heart will go on. Oh, Ooh, that's a good even better, one. Even better. No, like, we one. don't know this song, but man, it it bops. It slaps. <laughs> what? It slaps. What happened to the harp afterwards? Because like now it it sings songs on its own. It is assumingly sentient. It's a member it of ju- the family. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, a- I think I think it's done. I think that it served its purpose and now she oh. her spirit has kind of left it. It's still a family relic, oh. but I don't think that it mm. plays anymore. Mm. I like see, I could- that. I I, I like I like that maybe the sister can find some peace and like yes. move on to the opposite. It's like that bitch got what was coming to her. Carrying her think- clog is coming. I'm just gonna keep doing that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like I, it I still break. think the king wanted ten more after that, though. He was like, ooh. <laughs> can you kill the rest of my kids, please? That would be great. Actually, not the that son. We want to keep him, but Daughters are pretty much useless. Yeah, functionally. daughters are fine. They could be harps. They're Meanwhile, about the same this- worth when we marry them off to other kings. Daughters so could fine. be harps. <laughs> Episode title. <laughs> well, at least they'll talk less. They'll make more pleasant noise is what the king says. I don't know. I feel like they're going to bitch about anything. I feel like if I were a harp. Here's a question. If, were if you were made into a harp after being killed, what's the one thing that you would like really just let all let it all out there? I would be the most petty harp ever. <laughs> It would be like, oh, yes. oh, quick, look, we found this harp that could play on its own. Set it down. Hello? Yes. Share late my sandwich in the company fridge. <laughs> like, that would be it. <laughs> Petty shit. <laughs> just calling everyone out wherever you go. Mm-hmm. I would just play Lil Nas X all day. Ooh, good choice. Beautiful. <laughs> Call the just well. industry, industry baby. Yes, all the time. All the time. That, Lady Gaga. Lizzo. <laughs> all excellent choices. I'd probably play Evanescence over and over and over. Yes. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah, what about, bring me what, to life, baby. Oh, now there's a fun, ironic song. <laughs> I I would be um I would be mostly silent so that people just put me in corners and then they'll talk in front of me and then I'll <laughs> whisper their gossip. secrets to other people as they walk by. <laughs> oh, it would be fun. I'll be the gossip say. part. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really fun to just like haunt a house. Be totally silent the entire time, and then they go into another room and just ding, and then get silent again. Just wait for them mm-hmm. to freak out. I always <laughs> tell my husband, if I die before him, I'm going to haunt him by playing our piano in the middle of the night. Oh, good, good. Choice. Oh, it really upsets oh, him. He hates his oh. itches so much. He's what like, are you no, gonna play, no, though? Don't. What are you gonna play? Are you gonna play Evanescence? Bring me well, to life. You know, I'm probably just gonna do like a. Do 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 like just like like the smallest <laughs> amount, just enough to be scary. <laughs> oh yeah. yes, but oh, also have you questioning yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're like did, did I, I really hear, hear that? that? Did, did someone? What's going on? <laughs> or like if it's a really strange moment, just really loud, like bang, just like bang on the keys. <laughs> So I guess I'd probably do the no, same I as a heart. That. He brings any other girl home, like after you're dead, just be <laughs> oh, like, yeah. God, no. <laughs> Oh my god! And all of a sudden, you just silent. So, it's totally, totally silent. You just hear, wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! Like, hello, it's me. It's me. <laughs> Man, I don't know. That sounds fun. Being a haunted instrument. Not the worst way to spend your eternal reward. No. <laughs> yeah, I could think of worse ways. But Rachel, is that how you would fix the story? <laughs> like, how would you, it, like, talking oh, yeah, you about who the middle sister is? Like, well, so here's the thing. I feel like when I fix the story, I want to keep that core moral which is don't murder your sister because it'll come back to bite you in the ass Mm -hmm. and i i don't love that there's murder in it but i don't necessarily want to take out the murder because i feel like that's kind of the if you take out the murder then it's the story is yeah it's Mm -hmm. it is what the story is the fix is really just what makes it like a better story for you personally yeah which is what we do often (laughs) yeah I personally, for me, want it to be gay. Yeah, <gasps> I love yes. that. Yeah, I I don't want it to be William. Yeah, I want it to be like Willow or something like that. I want it to be a chick. <laughs> I want it to be gay. I because ladies shouldn't be fighting over men. They're not worth it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's make it all ladies. gay and yeah, yeah. ladies <laughs> should fight over yeah. ladies. Or alternatively, like maybe we make the moral of the story that like women should lift each other up. Yes. You know? Yep. There shouldn't be a fighting over a partner or anything like that. So maybe at the end the story that she sings is something along the lines of like, There's my sister. She drowned me for the sake of the ma- of a man, which is super not cool and mm-hmm. like we need to fix this systemic issue in our society where you know, it's, it's a longer <laughs> song. <Yeah. but> <laughs> to reinclude <laughs> yeah, it's re- a great song. <laughs> To reinclude the middle sister, it would be kind of cool if she like ran away because she knew what her eldest sister had done, and she found the harp and brought it back. Ooh. She's the one who Ooh. brings it to the castle. Ooh. 
Ooh. Oh, so, like, I love kind of that. This, That's a great. She's story. kind of like on this side quest, and she comes upon this harp, and maybe she and the person who made the harp fall in love. Cute. Oh, Aww. I like. This. Oh, and then that could be gay. It's I like guess. she, like the Miller's daughter, is like an amateur harper, and so she <laughs> yeah. makes the girl's body into a harp and then she and the mm-hmm. middle sister fall in love oh we love it mm-hmm. we stand we i love well, it and because i feel like the middle so sister is kind of like she's like she's lost right because she's like mm-hmm. okay my youngest sister's dead my eldest sister just murdered my youngest sister yeah. i'm probably next and so she runs off and she maybe she runs into like the the whole miller situation and then she takes I mean, the heart to the be king because he's like, I can't do yeah. anything, but the, I guess the man can. <laughs> the, right. And it's well, also, yeah, it's also the side story of her like never having been on her own before or having to make th- make these decisions and like yes. kind of finding herself as a person. Ooh, see, I'm here for this. I like this. This is a good this is one. So good. It's, it's an a good story. Story. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. <laughs> So right. that's that hey, that I, probably I explains that. a lot about do it. I love that story. That's all I was oh. going to say. I adore <laughs> that that the story you told us Rachel, I adore it is all I was going to say. It's yep. very love good. Love the story as is too. Yes. Yeah, honestly, it's hard to fix because it's pretty petty and great. Um mm-hmm. it says a lot about me as a human <laughs> that this was one of my favorite songs growing up. So <laughs> one last comment on it is that honestly if I were a dead girl and someone was like, "Oh, look, it's a swan." I'd be like, "What are you trying to say about my body?" Like, what <laughs> what what Yeah, that is pretty weird. <laughs> once again, like like unattainable standards for women. Now I have to look like a fucking like what what is this? Do I have to look like a swan? I Do I not really look swan like enough? I really wonder if that's like a little kid like not being able to comprehend what they're seeing because it's so horrific. Yes. Oh, that's sad. Mm. I just mm. Sorry, yeah. bringing it down. <laughs> well, let yeah, me, it's not let like me the murder you... didn't already do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's normal. Margie, what are you telling us? Can you follow up that incredible fairy tale nonsense? Like, nonsense? is it possible? Nonsense? Yes. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, God, I'm so ashamed. Okay, so though I actually struggled a little bit to find a um fairy tale to talk about so you know what Mm -hmm. i did i looked deep i went back to my roots and you know what my roots said to me margie 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 (laughs) did you get this from inuyasha (laughs) (laughs) please tell me yes did you know that the tagline to Inuyasha is a feudal fairy tale? <laughs> yes, I did know that because I too was obsessed with Inuyasha in high school. Yes! <laughs> yes! Margie, Margie, Margie. Yeah, yeah. I did. My friends. Yes. I just, I get you. I understand. Were you, were you a Sashomaru person? No, I was As an Inuyasha was. girl. Hardcore Inuyasha. Interesting. We would have fought a lot in high school. Hardcore. <laughs> as soon uh, as you started saying that, I was like, it's either H2O or it's Inuyasha. Let's fucking go. I love it. I, because I knew, weirdly enough, that Inuyasha was based off of a legend, but I couldn't find the legend. I couldn't find enough information off of it. 
And I don't know how I came upon the story, but it is based off of something that is from Inuyasha. And the story is called For Your Predicting Powers, The Story of the Old Bamboo Hewer. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Gosh, there's really not much. It's just really fucking old and from Japan in the really fucking old times. So I was going to say, I, I have some predictions. I will go first. If okay, y'all want me yeah, to. go for oh, it. Oh, knock yourself out. Please do. All right. <laughs> now, bear in mind, I have seen exactly one episode of Inuyasha <laughs> that Margie has showed me. Um, <laughs> so, okay. I am predicting that there is going to be some Oni shenanigans. What does that mean? Um, Oni being like Japanese fey, like what okay. we would call fey, but okay. in Japanese culture, okay. Oni kind of thing. So like spirits, um, myth- myth- like mythical creatures. Yeah, fairy nonsense, okay. but <laughs> Japanese okay. flavor. Okay, okay. I'm going to guess that there is going to be a hot priestess of some sort. <laughs> Fuck yes. Uh-huh. Mm. Yes, but uh-huh. is she uh-huh. dead? <laughs> Ooh. No, I'm going to say I mean, no. Is that a leading my gut, question, Margie? No, my it's gut not. Reaction it's not. I'm is sorry. No. I, that was just an idiot. <laughs> uh. um, and then my last one is I'm going to guess that bamboo is used to imprison a demon. I know that is kind of a stretch, but that is what my brain has come up with. I like it. All right. All right. Who's next? Me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying I've been trying to decide if my all of my all if my intense knowledge of Inuyasha <laughs> is going to help or hinder me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hinder me. Um so I'm just going to say what I want. Okay, please. Okay. <laughs> I want there to be a hot dog demon. Ooh. Ooh, okay. Don't all we right. all? Mm. <laughs> I know that Sashomaru is a wrong person to thirst after, but like we were talking about earlier, just sometimes yeah. oh, you so like stuff that's only, not good for you. You're only, you're only into full-fledged demons. Okay. Mm, I like the full-blooded <laughs> ones, baby. Like, baby. I want them mean. I want them cold. But I want to be the one that really cracks that nut, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to have y'all on our podcast. <laughs> Me, me neither. Okay. We're gonna have so many more Inuyasha discussions. I want a hot dog demon. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, I want there to be. I'm trying not to completely copy Rachel's thing. Sorry, Rachel's first prediction. But I do think that there is going to be a a romance involving a priestess and a yokai or demon of some kind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I'm pretty sure that's what they based Inuyasha and Kikyo on. There's going to be a magic well. Aww. Don't give the it away. things well, that I desire. Maybe. I love the well. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. I have never, I have no idea what any of you were talking about. <laughs> like, not, it sounds like an anime. It is it an is anime. Indeed. And I will give a little bit of context to the anime. I probably should have done that a little bit earlier. I apologize. No, no, because I think it might help Kelsey not to know. That's, oh, that's good. Okay. okay. I'm going to go with fairy tale rules because I know nothing yes. about anime or any of what you were all just talking about. <laughs> so my predictions are going to be a little bit more vague. Um, my first prediction is that there's going to be some good old fashioned fairy tale violence. Ooh. 
Again, that's debatable, mm-hmm. but um, you know, you know it, you know it when you see it. Yeah, um, I'm going to guess, I'm going to predict that there's going to be an important animal of some sort mm-hmm. to the story. Okay. I hope it's a tanuki. I hope we just get huge <laughs> raccoon balls. Oh, tanuki. Oh, so oh tanuki. <laughs> um, and last but not least, I have no idea. So I'm going to say that this fairy tale, this particular fairy tale has a happy ending. Okay. I All feel right. It's like very vague, but. No, that's fine. Uh, um, that's brave, though, for a fairy tale to have a happy ending. <laughs> I will right. say. I mean, mine technically did. Technically. That's, uh, I think that's just, I don't <laughs> All of the Japanese fairy tales we've read so far. Well, no, that's not true. They haven't been that happy. My Lord Bag of Rice had a very happy ending. <laughs> it's been about 50-50 on the happy endings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they're very sad. And I am actually going to go in the same vein as Rachel as I, this story is actually, it's, um, it wasn't something that I could actually read. I will mm-hmm. have to just like, tell it to you, which is fine. Trust me. There is a lot of details that we do not need. So, <laughs> um, let's, uh, uh, let me take you into the world of the bamboo hewer. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Oh, oh my me god, word I'm picture. so excited. <laughs> we have our bamboo hewer who, while hewing bamboo, you know, as you do on the daily, <laughs> finds, quote, a tiny creature a palm's breadth in size and of rare loveliness. It's a he I finds just... a baby inside of a stick of bamboo. I just Aww. realized that I do know this story. You do? <laughs> I do. How do you know this story? There is a video game called Okami, which is based after the sun goddess Amaterasu, and there is a side plot that is this story. That is wild. Oh Oh my god, that's so exciting. (laughs) Yep. Man, Rachel knows it. Okay. I will. Well, okay. I don't know the official story. I know the story as told through the lens of a video game, which means (laughs) probably about as much as Inuyasha does. I, I think that's honestly less. So, so, so this guy, this bamboo hewer, he takes this little creature back to his wife to like be raised as a baby because it's just this little creature they finds, and um, and lo and behold, very convenient. The next day, when he goes out to you know, uh, what is it, uh, hue bamboo, he finds mm. that within one of the stocks, there's a stock of gold, and that continues That's to happen mega every convenient. day after he finds this child inside the bamboo. That is someone hued. paying him to raise this child? <laughs> well, it's the foster know, care system. It, it, yeah, it right. gets weirder. After three months, the little one that they found has become a full-grown maiden. A full-fledged woman, if you would. And uh, so, like, Renesmee's got nothing on her. (laughs) I went went super fast. Little, little, Uh, Yeah, that girl takes seven years to age to full maturity or something like that. So this is super fast. Little reconnaissance is uh, (laughs) lagging. Little incontinence. Little ranch dressing. <laughs> ranch dressing. Resentment. Re- yes. Oh, my God. That was my favorite Re- one of the names you used. Thank you. Republican was my favorite. Oh, Republican is so good. Textual attention also covers uh, 
the best the romance of our Twilight. time. Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> Truly Twilight. a formative read for us all. Yeah. Oh my God. Talk about a fairy tale. Uh, <laughs> so they named this little, little creature that they find. They named her Lady Kaguya. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I was wondering if you would respond to that. <laughs> I can't believe I'm that just like, this what is a beautiful this- name. <laughs> I can't believe that this is the story that Inuyasha is based off of. I had no idea. No, no, no. no. So it's not based off of it. We'll get oh, into sorry. it. I'm going to explain it at oh, the end. My oh, okay, cool. God, I was not expecting Kaguya. I, I am so hype right now. I know, yes, I know. go on. Uh, so anyone, anyone that played in uh, Okami, that's also the name of the character in the Okami game. So we got that oh, cool. going for us. All right. So now that she's three months old, uh, men from all over Japan are looking to hit that. Yeah, that tracks. But <laughs> but Kaguya let wouldn't let like good for Kaguya. She's like, I am three months old. None of you are gonna so much as look at me. So like, I think that she walked outside one day. All of the men of Japan were there. They all fell in love instantaneously, and then she went inside because she was like, none of this, none of you are worth it. I I just know none of you are worth it. Girl, know um, your worth. Know your worth. <laughs> and uh unfortunately her and it's very clearly stated that he's her foster dad like the guy mm-hmm. who found her in the bamboo it's like uh-huh. hey my little adorable daughter who is so beautiful and so perfect and everybody's in love with her listen i'm not getting any younger can you like get married so i don't have to worry about you anymore because <laughs> only a man can protect you it's been fucking three months. It's I been know, so long. I know. I was going to say, like... <laughs> I was just born. <laughs> wow. I it's don't, good thing you I, didn't have kids like, like a regular kid. <laughs> I think that there may... Like, she... like Yeah. So, I think that there was some courting that happened where, like, a bunch of men came and she was like, no, no, no. And that happened for a while. But it's like, at this point, I would say she's a maximum five years old. <laughs> and so, it's like, hey, dad, how about you, like, chill? So Kaguya is like, all right, but like men are trash. So I'll find yeah. someone. So dad, I'll find someone to marry, but they have to like, they have to be someone worthy and they have to like do the, do a task that I set for them, which all of the <gasps> yes. tasks are impossible. Classic. All of them. Classic for, fairy tale, dad. <laughs> uh, for Prince. Oh God. Ishizukuri. She wants the bowl of Buddha, which is literally a bowl that Bo- the Buddha ate out of. From mm-hmm. Prince Kiramochi, she wants uh, the tree branch of jewels, which is literally a tree branch that grew, grew jewels. I uh, like it. I want that too. Me too. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the Danegu, which is basically the um, an, an advisor to the emperor, she wants the pelt of the fire rat. Does that sound oh, familiar at all? I want that R-O-U-S's? too. Yes. Well, so the um, I don't know if you know this, but in the Idiyasha lore, Idiyasha actually wears that pelt, the pelt of the fire rat, because it makes him, um, it makes it so that he does not feel flame, like he he can never get burned or anything That's like that. That's a dope about that. pelt. Yeah, I want that. Deep lore. Deep, Deep lore. Deep lore. <laughs> The second advisor to the emperor, um, she asks him to bring her rain- the rainbow jewel in the dragon's head. And the Lord of Iso, uh, the cowrie shell that the swallow brings out over the seaplane. 
are you surprised that all these men fail? I know. I was like, how many suitors are there? <laughs> there are a lot. God, she's um, she's Also, hot. that rainbow jewel sounds pretty fucking cool, too. Yeah, <laughs> I want all of these items. Well, she's so good taste. They all like they all go on these journeys and they all come back at well, quote unquote journeys, and they act like they've like suffered and they've toiled and they've done all this stuff. And they like and literally the thing that's supposed to be the pelt of the fire rat, which is again fire resistant, like it like she sets it on fire like immediately. It's like it's yeah, of course, dog. Like this is not <laughs> so fire they try resistant. to trick her. They mm-hmm. try to trick her. Yeah. She's like, what do you think? I'm stupid? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that there's no way for me to test whether or not these are the right <laughs> items. Yes. Like exactly. lighting the iri- the fire resistant pelt on fire. fire? <laughs> well, and so the jewel, like the the jewel encrusted tree branch, literally the guys who created it come and are like, hey, that prince had us make that. <laughs> like, and he didn't pay us. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, oh. all right. We've got a liar and a cheap ass. So, the, so you two are right out. Like, <laughs> well, the other ones they they did it. They faked it too. Like, none of them could get what they actually set out. Mm-hmm. What? So she's like, cool. None of them got it. Sweet. I don't have to get <laughs> nice. married to any of these losers. But so, unfortunately, though, or maybe fortunately. The Emperor of Japan is now into her. He like saw Uh-oh. one glimpse of her on no, that one day that she went outside and he's like, Oh yeah, that's for me. I'm gonna hit that. She She's is hot. six years old now. It's gotta be time. <laughs> Just my type. Just my type. Six years <laughs> old. That's my type. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> so and, but Kaguya so like the emperor sends like one of his like ladies in waiting or whatever to look at Kaguya. And Kaguya will not come out to see this lady. And the the lady-in-waiting is very offended by this. And she goes back to the emperor and tells a story. And the emperor goes to her foster dad and is like, hey, dude, like your daughter won't come out and meet me. And her foster dad's like, um, I don't know what to tell you, bro. I found her in some bamboo. I found her what I have no control over her. Yeah, I I found her in bamboo. You think I could tell her what to do? Like, no, I'm lucky, bitch. So so he's like, the emperor's like, oh, so you found her. This is what I interpreted from the story. This was where I got a little confused. I think it's a little bit of cultural context. But the emperor is basically like, oh, so you found her in the wild, right? So I'll Mm. have a quote unquote hunt for her. And so that's what he does. Mm. So he has a hunt for her where he, but he, it's like a very quote unquote, like silly hunt where he like brings out a carriage and is like, oh yeah, it's a hunt. And so he like, it kind of, for whatever reason, it forces her to come out of her home and he comes out to look upon her and literally she does not want to be perceived. And so she vanishes. Yes. Oh, I love that nice. for her. I love <laughs> get it, girl. Love that journey for her. I wish I could do that. I do not right? wish to be perceived. <laughs> Oof. Um, but then the emperor asks that she like resume being visible. And so she's like, oh, I guess fine. It's like Beyonce. <laughs> Swiper, no swiping. Uh, she she kind of likes it, maybe. Maybe she likes it a little bit, but so <laughs> but he like stays like not through the night, but very late into the night, like begging her, like, will you please come back and like live with me and be one of my ladies or whatever? 
And she's like, no, I want to stay here with my dad. Like, no, you're not cool enough for me. And (laughs) eventually, like, they come to an impasse. The emperor just goes back home. Uh, He's like, fuck that. Look that. So um She's a bitch anyway. She's not even that pretty. Well like her. So a day comes when Lady Kaguya and I think it's been like I think at this point she might be like nine or ten. So you know, she's like she's getting up there. She's an adult. Really mature. Yeah, really mature at this point. Uh she Lady Kaguya just starts watching the moon. Just start starts watching it go across the sky. Back and forth, back and forth, every day, every day. And uh, then she starts crying every time, like, all day, every day. Whenever she sees the moon, she starts crying. And uh, her dad's like, yo, what's wrong? And she's like, oh, this world just sucks. Yes. I hate it here. Yeah, same. Absolutely same. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I mean, valid, but also like, it's always been this way. And she's like, no, but it like really sucks and it makes me sad. And so eventually, though, um, after eight months of crying, just like rotation crying, girl, she's crying. The only time she doesn't cry is when the moon isn't in the sky. When it's a new moon. Hmm, new moon. No. <laughs> oh God. No more. <laughs> Sorry, that was another Idiasha reference, but no. Uh, so I thought Finally. we were referencing Twilight again. <laughs> That's where I went with it, because I don't know any Asha. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah. Finally, after eight months of crying over the moon, uh, she's like father and her ladies like her ladies in waiting learned the truth quote that she is no maid of this mortal land but the capital of moonland is my birthplace long oh. ago it was decreed that i should descend upon the earth and and bide there some while but now is the time at hand when when uh she i must go back once I came for when yonder orb shall be at its fullest. A company of moon folk will come down from the sky to bear me away. I love this. Also, <laughs> duh. She's not from around here. He found yeah. her in a bamboo <laughs> shoot. I, man, this side plot suddenly makes so much more sense for this video game because it's just in the middle of this whole ass video game. Granted, you're playing a dog. It's a weird game, but in the middle of this whole ass video game, you meet a girl with bunny ears and you're like, who the hell are you? And she's Kaguya and she's a moon lady. And it's like, what? Yeah. Out of nowhere. <laughs> well, this makes so uh, much more sense now. Kaguya tells her dad all of this. And she also tells her dad, I love you, but you're not actually my dad. My moon parents are waiting for me. And they <laughs> you're not my real parents. <laughs> oh, this is totally Sailor Moon in my I mind. I know! Now. I have a note in here that it's totally Sailor Moon, and so therefore we do have a talking cat, because if we're vaguely referencing oh Sailor Moon, God. there is a talking cat in Sailor Moon, so Yay. it all comes together. Um, <laughs> so literally the Emperor sends troops to her home to like guard her against the moon people who are coming, and she's like the moon people are gonna come, bro. Like, you can't Get stop the her. moon people. Yeah. <laughs> She's not even that My into moon you. parents are coming for me. <laughs> <laughs> moon mom, moon dad, will you come pick me up? 
scared. I don't want to be here anymore. Oh, she <laughs> fucking sucks. She's actually super sad. She doesn't want to leave because she loves her Earth dad. She's Aww. like really upset to leave her Earth dad. Oh, and sweet. so, like the moon people come, they and it's described in the translation as angels. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. doesn't. I don't know. Of course, yeah, yeah. That sounds so, very like European influence to me. Yeah, like, lol. Well, it's not pagan. It's fine. It was an yeah. old translation, and when I say old, I, like uh, yeah. So anyway, they're described as angels in this translation. You know, whatever. They like make everyone put down their weapons because they're fucking like moon beings. <laughs> and uh they give her they give her a the you, there's like a robe of feathers that they give her that would like that she becomes a moon being again essentially when she puts it on. Nice. And oh. they also give her an elixir that like takes away all of her pain and agony. Like from oh. living this life. And what the moon beings say to her father is that, like, hey, she was here as a punishment for for her, but as a gift to you. <laughs> punishment for her crimes. She On did. What That's what they say. There is something that she did in what she, she killed a guy. They don't say <laughs> she did something. She had some sort of like <laughs> she killed her youngest sister by pushing her into a river and oh, then her sister oh, came back oh, as no. a harp. Oh, oh, it all comes together. Well, so she's <laughs> six <laughs> years on planet Earth is a fitting punishment for that crime. <laughs> well, fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so they take her back to well so and it's really sad because her dad her foster her quote-unquote foster dad they offer him like this elixir that's supposed to take away like his pain and sorrow and he's like i'm not taking it no like i don't want to forget about her i don't want Aww. any i don't want to lose Did you want to get her. rid of her in the beginning wasn't he like you've no, been he, with no. me long you're old enough well, no, he was like, he wanted, he wanted to marry her off so that she would be safe. He was like, oh, I don't okay. want to die. And it have was no, out of love, you. not out of yes. like, no, okay. he was like, he was like, <laughs> I want you to be married so that someone will be there to take care of you. And the emperor because, wanted to marry her. That's pretty good. I mean, I know, it's not but as good she's as like, people, but well, <laughs> that's but a also, good catch. Yeah. I mean, it's the best catch you can get, you know? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But anyway. Uh, so she goes and he's like, no, I don't want it. No, thanks. And so she goes back to the moon people. Her dad goes to the emperor and explains what happens. And the emperor is like, well, this fucking sucks. I loved her. Oh, <laughs> did you? Um, did he you know? Still, he's really obsessed with he's her. He's really wow. obsessed. And so he takes a scroll and takes it up a mountain and like burns it and so the message is basically sent up to her to the moon somehow like it's a it's just like i will always love you kind of message and um yeah that's i know you said story scroll. i heard squirrel <laughs> i may have said squirrel at this point i am over halfway through a bottle of wine so uh and i he just told that story so to send a message i do want to give a little bit of like people to the moon people but i do want to give some context of like in like because the funny thing about this is okay so the way that this relates back to inuyasha because i am trash is that uh this they use this 
character of Lady Kaguya for their second movie. Yes, there are movies. There are five of them. Of course there are. The first two are the only ones worth watching. All right. In my personal opinion. The first, yes, no, I I actually, I totally co-signed that 100%. Yes. yes. And, uh, but she's actually an evil character who can Uh stop time basically (laughs) using the moon, I think. And uh, yeah, what? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's it. That's it. Hmm. I'll be honest. I don't see a lot of ways in which this can be fixed. (laughs) She comes down to Earth, sure, but then she's like, "Mm, nah, I'm not into you. Bye! And then goes back home. That sounds great. Yeah, I love that. And I I also love that the Emperor is still into it, and she's just like, okay. (laughs) Okay! (laughs) Sorry about it. Like, I don't... I, I, I think that I... The thing I would change is that I think that there are some pretty weird laws going up in Moonland. Like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know why she was sent down there. I don't know why. I want guy... the whole backstory on her crimes. Yeah. Why she yeah. was sent there. Absolutely. That sounds, that totally. Like it's a badass story. I it has to be a fun short story to read. It has to be something Sailor Moon related. Oh, yeah. It has Absolutely. to be. She came from 100%. the moon. Margie, did you have any besides that? Do you did you have any other fixes? I think in the writing of the story that I read, it makes Kaguya seem like a much weaker character. But then I'm telling this story to you guys, and you're like, no, she was saying no to everyone and doing what she wanted. And so I think that I would like change the way it was originally written so that she's a little mm-hmm. bit more of like a dynamic character of like because I don't mm-hmm. think the, I think that. All that we heard from Kaguya was what we she didn't want. We never heard what she did want. Mm-hmm. 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 So like That's the only point. You, so like I think that we knew that she loved her dad, but that was really it, which is kind of sad. Like she her the character of Kaguya is all about the people, other people, like how much she loves her moon parents, how much she loves her mm-hmm. like her foster dad, and but not really about what she wants. Yeah, maybe what she wanted just wasn't on Earth. Just was same. It's back home. Fair. Maybe she once wanted a um dog, a a dog demon, a hot dog demon. That's. I mean, honestly, that's how I fixed the story. Where's Where's the hot dog demon? (laughs) Where's the hot dog demon? I don't think any of us were right. I have a question. We're half demon. No, I think. Well, Rachel, you. You okay? You had predicted some fairy nonsense, which is or uh, oni. Yeah, oni nonsense. Was that yeah, oni maybe. nonsense? Eh, it was I wild. I I I I knew that you guys were not going to predict the moon people coming in because I, I wish I had. Didn't know them so smart. Rachel the- also predicted bamboo used to imprison a demon, and I don't see that. I, I don't no. think there's enough evidence that that wasn't right. Because <laughs> it was That's used true. to imprison her. I will say, yeah. the minute you said that he found her in bamboo, if I had known that going into it, I could have predicted it. But totally off yeah, the mark. Yeah, because that's otherwise. how predictions work. Well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I. It just took me a minute to remember what it actually was. No, the the thing that I think I would change is if the bamboo cutter was getting old like he was worried about dying why not let him come hang out on the moon too and like right? hang out with yeah, his daughter that's until... true yeah that's very sweet yeah 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 mm. yeah Maybe that makes me sad. great you don't know 
Yeah, well, he wasn't. He, he wasn't allowed to go to the moon. He wasn't. I I got the feeling the that, that the moon was kind of like um, excuse me, like uh, the elves in Lord of the Rings. I was going like, to say oh, he wasn't. Yeah. Okay, he wasn't a yeah. ring bearer, so he didn't get like to he go. Physically, can't <laughs> right. be on the moon. Like he, yeah, like, or spiritually. Yeah, he. But he should have been because he was really sweet and he was just looking Aww. after his like little, little, you know, nine-year-old foster daughter. Um, <laughs> nine-year-old human adult daughter <laughs> that they found totally. in bamboo. But if she would, but honestly, that actually made me feel better when the moon people came down and they were like, yeah, this yeah. is a punishment for her prior crimes. It's like, okay, so she's older than nine. She's older yes. than wait, nine. Wait, no. Yes. Like, wait, mm-hmm. how old was she when she committed a crime? She was a baby when she came to Earth. Well, we're yeah, gonna, we're they like put assume. her in a baby mortal body, but yes. presumably okay. she's been right. like around for a while. Yeah, okay. she was. What do you guys? Okay, last my question to you guys: What is her crime? That's what I want to know. I know I'm giving know, Rachel I, one and a half points. <laughs> I I love that. I feel like that was so close. Yeah, you can't like prove it. she's not a demon. I'm sorry. <laughs> You can't I prove think- that she didn't murder her youngest or your younger sister either. So you know, <laughs> she's a she is a demon in the Inuyasha movie. So yeah, she is. Well, uh, is she a demon or is she like some sort of she's weird? She's like a being? yokai. She's sort of well, be- she's some sort of weird being that like well, Naraku wants to eat. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good movie. It's a weird movie, but it's a good. It's movie. So weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Is the Shomaru even in that movie? No. <laughs> No, it's a bummer. You know. That's why I didn't watch that one as much as I watched the first one. <laughs> yeah, the first one is really good. But anyway, let's enough. We should stop tangenting about. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I will say this. I uh, the the that was the funny thing about it though is that like I used Inuyasha as a jumping off point, but it had nothing like literally the nothing only thing to do with this nothing <laughs> to do with it which is good because the other two people who don't watch inuyashu or have never watched it like in the room you know equal footing there i mean honestly it was the most on brand and perfect jumping on off point for us ever like that was wonderful yeah. i loved it that was a very beautiful story i mean it was it was sad it definitely didn't have a happy ending I wouldn't say that it had an unhappy ending. Yeah, though, it was it was just sort of neutral. Ab- here's the weird thing about it is that when she drinks that elixir, she no longer has any sorrow or woes. So she's not unhappy. It's really yeah. her dad down on earth who's unhappy because Aww, he misses her. Which makes but he chose me that. Unhappy. Yeah. Like he chose he, it. He chose it because he didn't drink the elixir. He had the choice. Mm-hmm, they were yeah. like, you could you can drink this elixir and not feel any more sorrow, and he chose to not drink it. So what if he drank the elixir and that was his ticket up to the moon? <gasps> he missed his ticket to the moon. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty duplicitous of the moon people then. Well, because but- like, you should never drink something that if you don't know exactly what it is. <laughs> that's very true. It feels very fey because like with her, mm-hmm. she drank an elixir and her sorrow and stuff went away. So they give it to him and be like, oh yeah, your sorrow and stuff will go away. Like... I don't know. Maybe I, that's I, the it, trick. Yeah, that feels like the trick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, Japanese like <laughs> folklore and fairy tales are so much 
they're just so awesome because they're so buck wild and I love it so <laughs> yeah. much. I do try to think every time though when I read a fairy tale or something like a folklore or something like that. I'm like, this is meant to teach some sort of lesson, like to t- mm-hmm. children or young adults or whatever about life and whatever. And I'm like, and in this way, I'm like, I don't know what the lesson is. I'm really struggling yeah, to find point. a lesson. That happens a lot in fairy tales, though. We've kind of we started trying to do that where we're like, what's the moral of this? Like what and it's not so much that it's trying to teach children something. It's just they're more like just folk stories, like oral mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. Like that- meant to explain more than meant to yeah. teach. Or just straight up meant to entertain. Like we, yeah. we kind of did mm-hmm. a we did a bit of a, a dive into the history behind a lot of Grimm's fairy tales and how mm-hmm. they collected mm-hmm. these stories. Yeah. And a lot of the stories were told by adult women to other adult women just to mm-hmm. pass the time when yeah. they were like spinning or doing some other chores. Or or very, yeah. very often uh, a drunk dude in a tavern. <laughs> or that, yeah. <laughs> but I, but yeah, it yeah, usually fancy. was stories being told by adults to other adults mm-hmm. um, and children in, in, in other contexts. But like, yeah. you know, these stories are mostly folk stories to entertain and not necessarily like teach a particular lesson i kind of love that like it's kind of comforting to know that we've been doing that for millennia because oh yeah Yeah. with all the social media and stuff like tiktok and everything out there it's kind of like but we've always been doing this like we've always been trying to is distract ourselves from reality Mm -hmm. exactly it's like they didn't have movies back then so they told each other stories like dope stories yeah yeah well, that's amazing. what I got. That's, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, that was a great you. story, Margie. Thank you for that. I it love really that was. you guys loved it because I was reading it and I was like, this is freaking wild. What is this? <laughs> the moon, when the moon folk came in, I was like, when the moon people come in, you're 90% into the story. That <laughs> is like why that is honestly why we started the podcast because we were read fairy tales. That was the common interest that we had. And we would constantly be like, what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> just happened? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just the best. Well, thank you both so much. That was so much fun having you on the show. Um, we adore you. Tell our listeners where they can find you and go listen. Um, oh man, we are on all of your favorite podcatchers at Textual Tension, and we are on all of social media at Textual Tension Pod. Um, pretty much across the board. I think technically mm-hmm. our Twitter is Textual no, Tension. No, it's T Tension Pod, but like who goes on Twitter anymore anyway? Yeah. And if you, if you search for <laughs> Textual Tension point? Pod, it's like the second one that comes up. So we just say it's Textual Tension Pod across the board. Yeah. Um, like we have we a Discord. Yeah. yeah, we have a Discord nice. that you can check out through our Instagram. Um, the link is in our bio, and we have amazing conversations over there. And it's just a really wholesome little tiny community. So it's really we love it. fun. I go, we, yeah. Yeah. Everyone there is just delightful. We share everything from book recommendations to food that we're making to projects like crochet projects to and our cats all kinds and of dogs and, and other furry our- friends. Mm-hmm. pets it's just a good time so check that out it's pretty wonderful sometimes we read really really insane romance novels together like my personal favorite love laugh lich oh, it was God. very <gasps> way better than you'd expect it to be <laughs> uh, it's a good time love laugh lich oh my goodness oh, yes. it was honestly better than you think much better than okay. you think 
<laughs> yeah, we have a good time. So we we love to get book recommendations and to hear from y'all. So yes, we do. Hit us we up. do. Yep. Go listen to Textual Tension. And thank you so much for listening to Fairy Tale Fix. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple or you can leave a star rating on uh, Spotify. Five stars only, please. <laughs> if you love the show and want to support us you can get extra episodes merch books and other cool bonus content at our patreon by signing up at fairytalefix.cash and you can find us on twitter if it's still around by the time this comes out and on instagram and on tiktok at fairytalefixpod we are on tiktok so if you want to see our faces sometimes uh, while we do the show go check that out and uh, definitely email us your favorite fairy tales, folklore, nursery rhymes, and other such things at info at fairytalefixpod.com. If you're the second daughter and the middle daughter and three daughters and your older sister kills your younger sister and you run away, maybe <laughs> fall in love with a musical instrument out of your sister's corpse. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, if you... Uh, if you're an old man who finds a little baby in a bamboo <laughs> in a piece of bamboo... And you raise that baby as your own, and she becomes beautiful and perfect, and the emperor even comes after her. But hey, the, the, but then the moon people come, and uh, the moon people take her away. Maybe she should just drink that elixir. Maybe just, she just should. Maybe she's been a trip. Try. You know? You know? And they all lived happily ever after. after. The, the end. end. <laughs>